The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust, episode 581 of the series. As we exit the previous episode's hidey hole, secure it, because there are times, and there have been times, where we're where no- unwelcome folk, solicitors, soliciting death and explosions upon us, have taken it upon themselves to let themselves inside of our previous night's hidey hole. I'm talking about creepers. But uh, we're not going to allow that, so that's why we block up the hidey holes every night, or every morning, I suppose, every every beginning of the episode. And uh, then we continue on, like I said, with episode 581 of Far Lands of Bust. For your... Hey, speaking of solicitors, no soliciting! No solicit... Oh, he's going the wrong way. Oh, okay. I've, I've, I've successfully... I've successfully... Give, gave him the old St. Louis sidestep. Uh, alright. Well, look at all this skeleton residue. We're, we're, we're uh, making a profit here. Alright, let's... I don't need the bones, so let's get rid of those and continue on. Like I was trying to say, let's continue on for your Thursday, April 7th, 2016. Whoa, Wolfie! Whoa, Wolfie! Let's not spawn right in front of me. Ooh, look at all these red mushrooms. April 7th, 2016, our Child's Play charity fundraiser over at FarlandsBus.com is currently at $31,368.47. That is 52% of the way to our $60,000 goal. $60,000 goal here for Season 6 of the series. Of course, Child's Play Charity, helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. You can learn more about them and their mission at childsplaycharity.org. But, but our mission has been to support that charity since June of 2011. So we're working on, we're working on yet another five-year anniversary as, as June quickly approaches, very surprisingly quickly approaches. It's already, it's already almost mid-April. <laughs> what the heck? Time flies when you're doing the same thing for the past five years. No. <laughs> uh, jokes. Uh, but uh, yeah. Farlinesofbus.com, keep donating to Child's Play Charity, and look at this amazing landscape that we have out in front of us here. I didn't realize, oh lord, oh lord, watch your step. I didn't realize I was this high up on a, on a hilltop. The, the, the altitude, the, the air's getting thin up here, I'm starting to whew, feel, feel a little dizzy. Um, let's try to find a way down. That's, ooh, this isn't safe at all. Ha! Oh, well, that didn't work. I tried to place the block before I dropped, but uh, the block did not drop before I dropped. Uh, when you do donate, by the way, to Child's Play Charity, you can leave a comment. There's a comment box and ask a question. I will see that comment box, what you enter in there, and add whatever questions may be to my notepad here. I have a fancy little notepad, like a, a text document, not an actual notepad. That whoa! That pig went flying. That pig protruded, <laughs> quite perturbedly. 
diddly diddly, <laughs> hey diddly diddly. Um, yeah, I'll add it to the to the notepad and answer it in a future episode of Far Lines of Bust here. Uh, that's good. I will let that pig live to tell the others as a warning. But yeah, did I get the question? Does everybody know about the questions? You can ask a question and I'll answer it. Whatever, whatever it may be, uh, maybe. There are there, there are off limits things, but uh, whatever whatever it may be, I will I will do my best to answer it in in return for your generosity, child's play charity, or you can just donate and and not leave a question. That's totally fine. It's totally fine indeed. You know what else is totally fine? Space rockets and whatnot. And I have a launch alert for you. Friday, this Friday. At 4.43 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 2043 GMT, SpaceX is launching yet another Falcon 9 rocket, this time with a Dragon resupply capsule going to the International Space Station. So, tune in. They usually carry those on NASA TV, since they are technically NASA missions going to the International Space Station. Uh, but they are also uh, available at, uh, what is it called? SpaceX. SpaceX.com slash webcast, I believe, is the uh, the address for when they're live streaming. All right, well, I meant to go down there, but I went back up. <laughs> things things turned out a little bit differently than I had foreseen. I, I, am, I am no fortune teller. Wolfie, there he is. So yeah, those the, watching those live is always is always good, and also on YouTube they also live stream them on YouTube, and also uh, they carry I think they call it just like a technical broadcast where they don't include any of the commentary. They normally have uh, their own SpaceX. These are like people who work at SpaceX, like they actually have jobs <laughs> other than broadcast person. Uh, you know, they're engineers or, or, or technical people or whatever uh, that kind of commentate the broadcast. Well, they get a little bit overbearing every now and again for those of us who are who are very used to the the launches and we have all kind of a basic understanding of what's going on. It's helpful to to know all the the, the science and the engineering behind everything, but if you just want just this the straight up pictures of the rocket on the launch pad and the countdown, and you just also get the the radio calls, the technical radio calls, you know, the go no go, blah blah blah. Uh, then the the technical webcast, which is on YouTube, uh, the SpaceX channel YouTube, uh, is is one I've I've watched the last couple times. So that's neat. And yet again, they're planning on landing or attempting to land this Falcon 9 first stage, I believe, on the barge, which is surprising. I thought that the International Space Station resupplies could return back to the Cape to land on the land. But I think they're attempting another barge landing, uh, which they keep getting closer and closer. It's a little bit of a tougher nut to crack, I guess, because as we already know, they they successfully landed on the land with a, the first stage of a Falcon 9. But I think they're doing it on the barge this time. Uh, things things like like weather and, and, and speed and, and just being slightly off, or or the landing leg uh, not being fully deployed. Unfortunately, that one time would have would have stuck to landing, but the landing one of the landing legs folded in upon itself. I'm gonna try that again. So that's something else to watch. That's something else to watch indeed. Although unfortunately, live views of that tend to be a little bit sketchy, since that's this is an uncrewed barge out at sea. 
So that'll be interesting. So yeah, keep uh, an eye peeled. And actually, I will be I will be live streaming because it's again Farlands Bus Friday. I'm recording Saturday's episodes of Farlands Bus live on Twitch. Maybe what time would that be? Four, four, three, two, one. That'd be one p.m. my time. One forty-three p.m. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll maybe I'll try to get on a normal human schedule and like stream early. That's never gonna happen. Uh, or we'll like we'll we'll open the live stream by watching the launch together, and then we'll do a, the Farlands Bust episode. Who knows? Not even me, and I'm the one who's supposed to be in control of these things. Oh man! As the sun sets here, I have a very generous donation came in from Fajitas Command. Fajitas Command. Now, first of all, he's commanding me to do something here, or they're commanding me to do something here. This is not typically what I do, but this was a very generous donation. And instead of a question, they have a request. So I'm going to kind of... I'm going to kind of uh, fulfill their request. They have asked, I'd like you to sing without accompanying... uh, Without accompaniment, No Scrubs by TLC. And then they gave me the link to the lyrics. I will do such things, like the first half of the song, but I will not sing it. I will simply say it in in my in my standard Kurt J. Mac monotoned kind of kind of as if I'm reading a poem in Eidolons. So here it goes, as the sun sets, this is great timing to do this. No scrubs by TLC. A scrub is a kind of guy who thinks he's fly. And is also known as a buster. Always talking about what he wants, and just sits on his broke ass. So, no. I don't want your number. No. I don't want to give you mine, and no. I don't want to meet you nowhere. No. I don't want none of your time, and no. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a kind of guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out of the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a kind of guy that can't get no love from me, hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Eidolons. Eidolons. (laughs) Oh, man. Let's go to sleep and continue... In the morning. And no scrubsness. No scrubbity dubness. Scrub tub? Oh man. Alright, and then that's the last time I ever take one of those requests. But continuing on, I do have actual questions here from donors to Channel's Play Charity. Like this one from Ryan H. I'm sorry, Ryan. Did I say Brian? I felt like I started with a B there. I meant Ryan H. What would your most useless superpower choice be? What I mean by useless is that while it would be neat or flashy, you couldn't exactly become a superhero with it. A good example, whoops, a good example would be to choose whether or not you can understand the language being spoken. Not only can you understand languages you know, but if someone is being annoying to you, you can just ignore them and completely by making it so you don't understand them. I see. Weird question, I know, but I like it weird. Oh, 
ladies. Ryan H. likes it weird. Uh, useless superpower. I'm pretty sure I've got quite a few of those already. Um, useless superpower. Hmm. 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 So just like a, 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 a superpower that would be of some use, because that is of some use, but only like personal use, not like to save kittens and burning buildings or anything use. Uh, or spinning the earth on its axis the wrong way to reverse time, which is clearly what happens. Hmm. <laughs> what would be my most useless superpower? I'm trying to think of like things I, I need to get done or something like that. The ability... To very quickly fold laundry, <laughs> like the flash, just like as I take it out of the dryer before it hits hits the bottom before it hits the bottom of the bin, the 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 basket, the the, the laundry basket, it's folded. Just pow! That would be convenient to me and me alone, and there's no way I could ever use that talent to save anyone's lives or stop a, an evil superpower and and getting a, a Steam notification. Stop sending me Steam notifications exiting out of Steam right now. Okay, that's getting annoying. Why are those things enabled? Probably because I'm not playing a Steam game. Nuts to that. Sorry about that. <laughs> Everybody's checking their, their computer. Oh my god, I just got a Steam notification. I don't have any friends. What are you doing? Uh, so yeah, let's do that. That That's a pretty useless one. And I just came up with it off the top of my head, and I feel like it uh, that was a good answer. So I'm, 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 I'm sticking with it. Oh, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Folded laundry man. No wrinkles man. <laughs> there we go. No wrinkles man. Oh. Alright, well, this has not turned out to be the greatest of situations I've gotten myself in. Whoop, and just throw the dirt on the ground. That's what you wanted. Alright, there we go. Jeez. That, that was that was a, a laborious way to round this mountain, wasn't it? Cold Within asks, what's the most fun you ever had in the snow when I lived in the Chicagoland area? I shoveled my drive. I shoveled my driveway and made a fort. I'm sure everybody did that. I remember making quite a few forts with the the remnant shovelings of of the snow up on like the side of the road or the the corner of of your uh, drive or whatever. Um. Yeah, doing that or like making making tunnels under the snow mounds was always fun. Pra, I mean, sledding was all right as well. I guess I didn't do that much sledding, I guess, but sledding sledding was all right as a kid in snow. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the, I mean, the, the, I, I, I've never done anything unusual. I don't have an, an interesting story. Or like, this is something I'm sure you never did in the snow. No, it was just forts, um, tunnels, and whatever. Probably, I guess, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Let's go with that. So, I mean, like, I can't have... I don't... I, I haven't ever, like, purposefully driven in the snow around, like, an empty parking lot or whatever and done crazy cool drifts or anything like that. And I've, I've never done anything like that. 
I, I don't have any fun. Um, so, yeah, uh, I mean, I would probably say the, the same thing. I remember in the backyard making, like, a train tracks, but with the sled. <laughs> so I would, like, drag the sled around behind me uh, to make the tracks in the snow, but then I would, like, make it all complicated and a bunch of, like, switcher tracks and, like, crossovers and stuff. Because at the time, I had a model train station in the basement, so I was all very much into that. that that's kind of something of a different thing. Uh, this is all this is all by myself, so I didn't have anybody to pull me around or anything like that. So the, it, it was just a, it was a, a train, a snow train set in, in theory only, not in use. Uh, but yeah, that's all I could think about. When was the last time I've seen snow? <laughs> is another question I'm going to ask myself here. Probably since I moved here, because I went back in December, but it hadn't snowed yet. I mean, it had, but it all melted by the time I was there, I think. So yeah, since I since I moved, and maybe even before that, I don't even know. Before I moved in no November of two thousand fourteen, I don't think it had snowed yet. So it was probably the the winter of early twenty fourteen, late twenty thirteen. Well, the last time I saw snow, craziness, craziness indeed. I mean, I, I see it every now and like we 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 can see it from from here. Some of the mountains on the horizon around Phoenix will get snow on on the peaks and stuff like that. But I'm not in it. I don't. I, I cannot feel it. I cannot touch it. The snow was, will go untouched. <laughs> Whoa! Watch it. Phil, oh, is this the same Phil from England? <laughs> Phil asks, if you could redesign one room in your home and cost wasn't a concern, what would it be? What would you improve? Living room with a fireplace, comfy furniture, a big TV, kitchen with fancy appliances and finishes, make a bathroom spa with features to relax in? Spa features. Um, probably my office, because it is in a constant state of clutter and disarray and unorganization. And I put together two shelves that I bought last month and still have not put anything on those shelves. Uh, aside from miscellaneous papers and tax documents and junk that's piling up. Chargers for phones I never own anymore. I'm just, I'm just in a, a constant state of, of disarray and, and, and unawareness. Un unawareness. I'm completely unaware. But yeah, probably the office, because it's where I spend most of my time. The rest of the house I'm actually okay-ish with. Uh, probably the office, and I would, A, make it a bigger room, and B, I would probably do a better job of making it a, an actual workstation recording studio, what with sound consideration, whole egg crate styrofoam on the walls, and uh, I'd actually get proper not janky lights for for stuff and uh, so yeah it would be the office I, I feel like I got a similar question recently but it was it was about if you were given a hundred thousand dollars to upgrade a room what would you do and uh, it was between it was it was betwixt the the office and the garage because uh, then I would just upgrade the garage to be like a, a, a mechanic's garage, and then I would have money left over to actually fill it with uh, a couple automobiles of my choosing. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that's very very similar questions you guys are answering. But yeah, I think that was last either last Friday or two Fridays ago. I remember that was a live stream that we answered that question. 
But thanks, Phil, again, for your donation. We can game if we want to, asks... What is your opinion of bourbon? I heard somewhere it's becoming popular in a similar way as to whiskey. Well, here's going to be a little bit of a problem with the way we're using these words. We can game if we want to. Bourbon is a whiskey. Whiskey is, is kind of a... You know, oh, careful, Wolfie. It's kind of like a, a, a trunk on the tree of, of, of alcoholism. <laughs> on, on the tree of spirits. Um, whiskey, there is uh, scotch whiskey. Uh, there is, as you mentioned, bourbon whiskey. There's rye whiskey. Uh, and then there's, uh, there, you know, there, there's even further, further down branches you can take to, to blended scotch versus single malt scotch. Uh, um, um, there's uh, Canadian whiskey versus, uh, you know, there's Irish whiskey. There's just very variations on the theme there, and they all have their little separate rules. Like Scotch whiskey has to obviously be made in in, in Scotland, uh, and there's certain rules even within within them, and there's different types within there depending on where they're made, uh, where the source is. Uh, same thing with bourbon whiskey. I believe has to be aged two years. There's like a law. There are literal laws that say, in order to be considered this type of whiskey... Ooh! Uh, quick, Wolfie, picture time. Uh, he's not gonna be in front, but yeah, there's the sun. The sun is coming through the, 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 the hole in the rock there. No, no, you're too close. You're too close, man! There we go. Boop! Boop! Oh, that thing was in the way. Oh, there we go. Boop! <laughs> stop, stop hiding behind the weeds! Oh, man. Uh, so yeah. I, 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 so, so your question is, is a, I'm sorry that I'm kind of nullifying it there. But I've always thought that bourbon whiskey was probably simply the most popular, as far as like sales are concerned, simply because it's the most common. Your, your Jim Beams, your, uh, what's the other one that I really don't like? Uh, Jack Daniels, uh, is, is bourbon whiskey. Um, your your wild turkey, you know the the affordable, the cheap, the easy to find uh, whiskeys are in America anyway. Typically bourbon whiskey. Uh, let's go to sleep and continue whiskey in the morning. <laughs> and the whiskiness. So yeah, it's a little bit of a confusion of terms there, I do believe. I do declare. I th I'm not sure about your uh, your uh, your mentions of the popularity or not. I actually think that Scotch whiskey, I've I've read, is has having such such a kind of a resurgence that that's why it's getting more expensive and there's actually like shortages now or whatever. Uh, same thing with rye whiskey is getting a little bit hot with the 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 hipster whiskey aficionados have discovered rye whiskey, so rye whiskey is actually starting to rise in popularity. But I think bourbon whiskey is certainly just simply by if you're looking at the pie chart by by pure pie chart volume is still the most drinking whiskey of them all. Uh, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, the, 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 I, I, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. Uh, bourbon. I usually don't. I, I wouldn't drink straight or anything like that. Bourbon is good for your old fashions, or even just on the rocks. 
or whatever. Uh, but then again, I've also come to be preferring mm, hipsters, uh, the uh, a rye whiskey in an old-fashioned, and then instead of an orange, you use a lemon, and it, uh, that accompanies the, the rye whiskey. It's a little bit drier, less sweet. Uh, it is kind of leaning towards sort of scotch is sort of types of scotches. Not really, but uh, yeah, then there's the scotch or whatever, but... Uh, this this has been a presentation of you know what actually I can actually make a, a channel recommendation here uh, and I also support him on on Patreon. Uh, what's his name? Ralphie Ralphie Stuff I think is his channel name if I remember and I won't but I'll put ooh the McDonald's logo I'll put his uh, I'll put his uh, channel in the video description. I'm sure I mentioned his channel before but he basically mostly reviews various scotches because uh, I think he's actually in Scotland uh, but then he also does have like very educational informational stuff about the different types of whiskies and their origins and how to drink them and how to find a good one uh, I mean he's also done series on on rums and, and tequilas as, as kind of separate but with the same vein as, as your, your your scotch whiskies or whatever uh, and I've just found him to be an all-around, uh, you know, that's like a good YouTube channel. He's not, not doesn't have millions of subscribers or anything like that, but is, uh, you know, done a good job with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of videos uh, of just this one topic. Very specialized, that's what I was looking for, a very specialized channel that uh, I feel does a really good job. Uh, and I'm sure, yeah, like I said, I'm sure I'm sure he has a video explaining all the different types of whiskeys. I'm sure he's, there's got to be. Uh, so, there we go. That answers that question. Let's see here. Whiskey. An anonymous donor asks if I'd be interested in playing Firewatch. It's an exploration game with a nice story. Maybe it did fare... Maybe it did fare under your radar. What? Uh, I don't understand that second part of that question, but I, I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> I, 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 I looked at it, and it seems interesting. It seems maybe I should just play it. Uh, it is one of these games that everybody was super excited about and anticipating, and then everybody like played it in a couple hours, and now you never hear about it anymore. Uh, once it first came out, although I think they are contemplating or working on a multiplayer mode. Maybe I'll play it if that ever is a thing. But yeah, it, it, it reminded me a bit of, like, walking simulators and exploration games that I like. But then again, it had it had the kind of the, the what I'm referring to possibly falsely, the, the telltale type of make-your-own-adventure. You know, people talk to you and you have to choose between three responses and that affects the storyline or whatever. And I just, I've, I've never been a fan of the... The point-and-click and, and whatever type of nature of those types of games. It seems like a very, you know, as opposed to Eidolon, which is very loose and very open-world storyline, no particular direction indeed. Uh, it seems like a very linear, directional, um, you know, despite being open-world, it's a very linear storyline, it seemed like to me. I've watched a few people just glanced in on their streams of it or whatever. So it seemed interesting. Maybe. Maybe we'll see if there, that, that multiplayer thing does at all ever happen. And maybe we'll have to check it out then. 
Uh, all um, similar. Similarly, there's one. What's it called? The Long Dark. Is that no? I don't know. That's what it's called. It's it's like an exploration. Yeah, I think that is what it's called. It's like an exploration survival game that reminds me, like, it's it's between. And they're working on a story mode. I think it's between like Eidolon, uh, as far as like very simplistic, almost casual survival game, and then uh, I don't know. What's a survival game that's like super difficult? Seven Days to Die, The Forest. You know, it's like really technical in a lot of this. It seems like an, an interesting halfway point between that. So that that's another one I'm keeping my eye on, I think. But I don't think it has... I think it's just like sandbox mode right now is all that really exists, the last I saw. Uh, so I think I'll wait for that to develop a little more as well. But yeah, I, 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 see, I see all these games as the same as you do, usually. There's some, some of those you, you guys let me know about and I'm a little bit surprised as. Uh, that they, you know, I missed them, but uh, yeah, that one, that one I saw, that one I saw, but not huge, not, you know, that's not one I'm like, ooh, gotta play, but uh, yeah. Flip Walker 42 asks, I know you back up Flob every episode, talking about the world, how often do you back up your other series? Also, do you back up your raw produced videos, or do you trust YouTube not to lose them? Oh, you're talking, you're talking about the, the game saves. Uh, yeah, Farlands or Busts, I back up manually before I record every episode. It also gets automatically backed up uh, in my automatic backup schedule. Um, maybe not nightly, but depending on what happens, maybe nightly or every other day or something like that. Every update, and then it gets backed up to the cloud! To the cloud! How often do you back up your other games? Uh, never. <laughs> I used when I was playing Triple Space Program. I lost the save once because of the the error that happened when you upgraded Kerbal Space Program, and then it it did bad, bad, very bad things to your save file. Uh, so I remember losing a save. So after that, I started backing up my Kerbal save, but that's not an issue anymore, obviously. But I don't back up other games because it's uh, they're mostly all run on on Steam. You know, Minecraft is kind of the only game I play now that 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 doesn't run off of Steam. So Steam, uh, theoretically, always sinks to the cloud, and I'm not. Al- I'm also not really playing that many, if any, other games that require, you know, like a long-term save or anything like that. A lot of one-off videos or a lot of a lot of games that really don't matter that much. Uh, I you know I do I was worried switching to the new computer losing that stuff but I really just copied everything from my old games folder to my new one um, you know, on the new computer and everything everything worked out worked out just fine and, da- and dandy dandily doodly dealy all right Ned Flanders so yeah, I mean I guess like something like Dirt Rally do I have to worry about losing all my progress in Dirt Rally uh, do I have to worry about losing all my progress in Eidolon? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I should be backing those up. I don't know. Uh, it's just a lot of the time uh, with these games, they, they tend to hide the saves. And then there's a lot of them that end up making thousands of folders in your My Documents. And it's like, ah, no, this is not where I want you to be saving my progress in My Documents. These are, these are, not, these are not the same things. Keep them separate. Keep My Documents separate from your saves. But, uh, how are we doing for wood? I guess it needs a little bit, so let's chop down this tree. Uh, I also, I don't back up the raw footage, that would be crazy. Uh, but I do back up 
my rendered videos. Um, but I have lately... I used to back up every single one, but after running out of hard drive space the 15th time, I've decided to be a little bit more relaxed about that stuff. Like, say, say my channel gets nuked and it gets wiped off the face of the earth. Am I really going to go back and try to recitate, resuscitate my, my limbo gameplay from 2011? Am I going to try... Is it really a tragedy that nobody can watch that one time I played Battlefield 1942? as like my fifth video ever. Uh, you know, do I need to go back even as far as, as uh, say, two years ago when I played... trying to think of a game I played two years ago. E you know, even, even something like the first, uh, the Tomb Raider reboot. If I lost all of that stuff, would it really matter? Probably not. I think the vast majority of the views that happened, happened there. Uh, and, and if those disappeared, that's fine. So what I do back up Essentially, it's just Far Lines Bust. Uh, so yeah, I have 580, now 581 videos uh, backed up. Oh wait, this is this is the end of the episode. I'm not making an elevated hidey hole. Let's make an actual hidey hole. Jeez. Uh, you know, I, I, I just keep the backups of all the videos of Far Lines Bust. Because this is, you know, this is a series. Sure, nobody watches episode 217 <laughs> or whatever. You know, like that, that gets maybe like two views a month. But uh, just to have the archive is worth it enough to keep those backed up. So those are the ones I back up, and the rest I just... Uh, you know, I keep them for, like, the year. So, like, I have pretty much every video, maybe even six months, every video since, you know, June 2014 or something like that. But as I, as I, as I require more hard drive space, I'll, I'll delete the non-essential... Uh, I'll just delete the non-essential series uh, videos and, and just hope nothing happens to my YouTube channel. I mean, I don't know why I would need them again, you know? I think the relevance of the videos on YouTube is more important than a lot of the archive. Uh, I mean, there's some, there's some videos, you know, one of my, if you if you just want to know about, like, earnings, uh, I'm not going to tell you specifics, obviously, but the Sinking Simulator... <laughs> Oh, I just made boats. <laughs> Speaking of sinking, uh, sinking simulator. Um, my most uh, what I what I make the most money on on YouTube. Still, uh, I have all these new videos coming out, but sinking simulator still earns me more in ad revenue every month than any other video that I put up in that month or anything like that. People really like sinking simulator, I guess, because it's a game that existed and doesn't exist anymore. And, and, you know, not that many people caught on before it disappeared, I guess. I don't, I don't know why. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know that I, I don't know that I kept, I might have kept that video. You know, st stuff like that I might have kept, too. And, like, the, the UHC Season 3, that's, that's good to have in the archive, just in case. Because that, that was a pretty important thing, uh, nostalgia-wise, anyway. So, uh, but, yeah, thank you for all these questions. Some, some interesting ones here today. Uh, I'm gonna go fold my laundry super slow, unfortunately. And uh, while I do that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and, and uh, go to farlinesabus.com to keep donating to Child's Play Charity. Almost, uh, almost. <laughs> Just over the hump of the halfway mark to our $60,000 goal for this season. I do appreciate the continued support. My name is Kurt. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. <sighs> Thank <laughs> you.
Chao.